In this episode of the Motor City Hypnotist Podcast, we are continuing our series on relationships. So uh, let me tell you a quick story. My wife said, you're still talking about relationships? I'm mean, yeah, they're important. These are important things to dig into. And she's like, well, get done with it already. She's, she's like ready for something new. But, but we are talking about relationships. We're going to talk about respect in relationships, how you can build it, what happens if you don't have respect, and all the things attached to it. And as usual, we're giving away a bunch of free stuff, including a free hypnosis guide. I'll give you that information in a moment. In the meantime, we'll be right back. Get ready for the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright, originating from the suburbs of Detroit, Michigan. He has hypnotized thousands of people from all over the United States. David R. Wright has been featured on news outlets all across the country and is the clinical director of an outpatient mental health and hypnosis clinic located just south of Detroit, where he helps people daily using the power of hypnosis. Welcome, the Motor City Hypnotist, David R. Wright. What is happening, my friends? This is David Wright, the Motor City Hypnotist. We are back with another episode of the Motor City Hypnotist podcast. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. That is Matt Fox, the other voice you hear. Hello. Thanks for being here, Matt, yes, as sir. usual. Matt does everything for me and filling drinks and running sound and making sure everything's on. and When it works. Yeah, yeah. well, hey, yeah, no, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, so, yeah, we're here in the Podcast Your Voice Southfield Studios. And uh, shout out to Podcast Your Voice. Um, been with them for two and a half years now. It's been, yeah, it's, it's been, been a long time. We've been, we, been doing it for a while, and and it's it's great. So, if you guys out there thinking thinking about a podcast, something you're interested in, podcastyourvoice.com. Check it out. They will take care of you. Really, other than than getting your show together and knowing what you want to talk about, come in, you sit down, you record. They do everything else. Mm-hmm. Yep, they, they we- upload it. They don't, you don't have to worry about the RSS feed that may scare some people out of doing something like this, but. What's that? It's all taken care of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you first, folks, where you can find me. My website is MotorCityHypnotist.com. Check that out. Uh, podcast notes are going back, are, are, are going on slowly but surely. So if you, you want to find old pos- podcast notes without going through your podcast provider, which they're all there anyway, but uh, uh, check out the website. My social media links, Facebook and YouTube, are both Motor City Hypnotist and on Instagram and Snapchat, and eventually on TikTok. I know, it's crazy, but... The TikTok? Motor City Hypno. TikTok. Yep. All right. Instagram, Snapchat, and TikTok. And for your free hypnosis guide, a PDF I wrote, it just kind of explains what hypnosis is, what it's not, clears up some myths and misconceptions. That is yours for free. Just text the word hypnosis to 313-800-8510. That Hmm. number will also be in the show notes. Wherever you're listening, whether it's on your podcast provider, or even if you're on listening to Facebook Live, chances are you're probably already uh, 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 joined my Facebook group, uh, the Motor City Hypnotist on Facebook. Uh, but if you haven't, somehow you've run across it, just click in there and, and um, like the page because that uh, we're up to 45,000 and some change, something like that. Love it. So, um, yeah, jump in there. Just uh, subscribe. And that way you'll get a notification whenever I go live as well. That will help me out great a bit. And wherever you're listening, whatever podcast platform, connect, subscribe, link, 
give blood, whatever you have to do on your platform to connect to the show so that you just get it automatically when it drops. Then you don't have to look for it. You said give blood. Yeah, I did. All right. <laughs> and as usual, as I always ask people, leave a review. That that would be really helpful. It just helps people, more people find the show. And if you like it, leave a review. That would help me out tremendously. All right. It is time. Oh, here we go. That's how winning is done. Who it? Okay, so I don't want to I don't want to read the title because it'll give away the story, but I'll just start with the story. Recently, hordes, hordes, like zombies, okay. hordes of West Virginia college kids who couldn't afford a cup of coffee shelled out five dollars to help a motherly Starbucks barista buy a new car. Wait, wait, wait. Hordes of college kids? West Virginia college kids. So pretty much all of them. Yeah, I mean, hordes, I would say that's a lot. We're in West Virginia? Yeah. Mountain Mama? Ma- <laughs> was there like four, of, was like four well, of them? Uh, oh, I can't remember <laughs> the name of the lyrics. I can't remember the name of the song now. Uh, really? Have a brain like a chicken. Not a John Denver yeah, fan? No, I am. I mean, I know the song. I just couldn't come up with like all the lyrics really right, right now. I ain't listening to you no more. <laughs> yeah, okay. The Starbucks on the Marshall University campus in Huntington, West Virginia, was always like a small family with Karen Collinsworth, 65, at the head of the table. Okay. The decades-long supervisor at the famous coffee shop location loved what she did, as well as teams of aspiring young students who made up her staff. Okay. So, so she, Karen Collinsworth is like the 65-year-old mother at this Starbucks that takes care of all the young kids who work there. She's everyone, like the mother. Yeah, everyone calls everyone her Everyone loves her. Yeah, yeah. Everyone calls her mom. Yeah. I love coming into work knowing what she's going to knowing that she's going to be there. I talked to her about literally everything. Cassie Gray, a sophomore at Marshall who works at Starbucks with Collinsworth told today, she's like my mom when I'm away from home and I can't talk to my mom. Right. Today covered the story of an double whammy of bad luck that befell Collinsworth when her car, a 2004 Kia that always had some kind of problem was burglarized. Oh boy. The first thief taking the catalytic converter and the second thief going in and stealing interior components. What the fuck? Yeah, I know. At this point, Gray and her teammates, who always knew Collinsworth had trouble with her car, decided that there had to be something they could do to help. Discussing what they might be able to accomplish, the team decided that they might be able to fundraise some money for repairs, since so many people around campus knew the 65-year-old barista and valued her. We all just kind of talked about it, and we floated around the idea of starting a fundraiser for her, Gray said. After work, when I got back to my dorm, I decided to just make it to just make it because I figured even if we couldn't raise that much money, any amount would help. Sure. It was kind of just like a spur-of-the-moment thing. After, the coworkers all shared it around Instagram, Facebook, and another social media platform called Yik Yak. Okay. Have you heard of Yik Yak? Is it is it like the sister of TikTok? I don't know. I've I've never heard of Yik Yak. I've never when heard I read of, this story, I was just thinking, man, I've never heard of Yik Yak. Never I heard. Don't of Yik know Yik. what that is. Is it a West Virginia thing? I it might be. It might be something for the young kids. All right. You know, Yik Yak. Those old people. You know. <laughs> I don't know what we're yelling about. <laughs> I, Sorry, I, I don't know. I learned something new tonight. Go on. <laughs> As of September fifteenth, the the fundraiser had amassed. $40,000. What is she going to drive? Headlined by a $5,000 donation from the president of Marshall University. Well, shit. Yeah. 
Eventually, the total got so high that Collinsworth neighbor spilled the beans before the baristas could surprise her. <laughs> Today writes that she is looking at new Subarus, all the while feeling the love and goodwill that decades of serving coffee with a smile has accumulated. She couldn't, you, she couldn't buy American? I don't know. I don't know. I'm sorry. She got a new car. <laughs> She's getting a new car. But... <laughs> this is a mess. <laughs> No, it's, so it's a, it's just a great story that this woman, 65, working at a coffee shop. I mean, I, I don't, I have no idea what her financial situation is. I, but, I, I understand that. But, but I do know that she was, the car that got broken into was, was a, a 2004 Kia. Yes. So that just says something right there. Right. If, if, if you're driving a, a 13-year-old car, or no, a nine-year-old car. Can't do math. Two thousand head. Two thousand four. That's a two thousand six. Wait, that's a seven. Two thousand four. I was thinking fourteen. That's a eighteen year old. Yeah, the brain like a chicken. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. <laughs> Me not good at math. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no, I, I'm really. I, I, I'm proud to hear that students had stepped up and even the president yes of the even university. the president of the university although the, again I, I i boy i hate i hate to say these things these are such great stories but the president of a university can only pitch in five thousand <laughs> boy that escalated quickly i mean that really got out of hand fast you know david <laughs> no it, it's a great story and, I, and I, I'm, I'm i i'm we're making jokes but but really the, the important thing is these kids got together started this fundraiser sure people showed up and and donated over forty thousand dollars for this woman it's, it's just a good story yeah. it's 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 a good story well, well they weren't paying on the student loans yet so it's all good yeah that's true yeah <laughs> well that, that's true so yeah for for the for the the kids around yeah. Marshall University, and and for Karen Collinsworth, yes, winner winner of the week for sure. That's how winning is done. I I do appreciate the winners of the week, but yeah, you know, sometimes I, I just uh, sometimes it, it raises questions, it does. and it's okay, you know when. You know, it's just like what happened. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. Sometimes you just think, I, I just think things when I read stories. Sometimes is that Marshall University? That's Marshall University as of We Are Marshall. No, I don't believe that's no, the I don't same think Marshall. That's the same, okay. No, I don't believe so. Okay, I, I could be wrong on that. I, uh, yeah. No, no. I'll don't find shut out. Shut me up. I'll find out. So, back to it. So, folks, we were talking about relationships, and we we're hitting a deep dive on some areas of relationships that are super important. And and here's the thing: a lot of these overlap. A lot of them will have the same type of ideas and things. But but we're 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 diving deeper just to give you some more insights, some more tools that you have to use in case you have a relationship that is not really maybe where you want it to be, or maybe you're not in a relationship and you want a good relationship with somebody when you finally meet them. Yep. So it, one it, of the big things in a relationship. It is Mar Marshall University. Is it, in is it West Virginia? In Huntington, West Virginia. That is the Marshall movie. Yes. Found, oh. And Mar Mar Marshall University was founded in 1837 and named after John Marshall, the fourth chief justice of the United States. There Supreme we go. Court. Okay. So it is. I was wrong. Yeah. yeah. So. I'm in a. They have a brain like a chicken. Yeah, I, I didn't know that was the same university. Yep. So good. good. Good for them. Yeah. All right. Go on. So we're talking about respect. Now, when you say what is respect, um, and I, 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 in general, 
you, I, I could ask probably 10 people what respect is, and they might have different answers. So the Oxford Dictionary, and we'll just go right to the source on okay. what respect is. Not the Britannica? No, I just right. did Oxford because that was, that was the first one that came up in Google. Uh, not, so, w- not Wikipedia? That's an, wow. I'll say, so respect, a feeling of deep admiration for someone or something elicited by their abilities, qualities, or achievements. Okay. Second definition, due regard for the feelings, wishes, rights, or traditions of others. Okay. And the verb, admire someone or something deeply as a result of their abilities, qualities, or achievements. So your boss. Yeah. It's, well, you, it could be your boss. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, so, so respect. And, and, and even reading these definitions, I, I, it, it's, it can be very subjective. It can be very vague. I mean, I know these are like the Oxford Dictionary definitions, but sometimes you're like, well, what does that mean? What is that? So, so respect is it's, and and, and this is this is one of the vital components you need to have to build a healthy relationship. Okay. So, you know, I'm going to give you some examples of how to to demonstrate respect. Actively listening to your partner's emotions, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. respecting their boundaries, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. supporting their interests and goals, speaking kindly about them when discussing them with others. Okay. That's a big one. I want to hit on that one for a minute because I have been around people, and you probably have too, Matt, that especially with guys or even, even females, both ways, I'm I'm not going to, this, this goes both ways when, when they're not with their spouses, they just it's the, talk about them and say bad things in a derogatory, or say negative things in a derogatory or, or sense, put yeah. them down or yeah. insult them. Yeah. And I, and I don't understand that. I, I, I don't get that. It, and I know this is this whole, uh, you know, we go back to masculine versus feminine. There's this whole masculine thing where, ah, oh, the guys are out. They're going to talk about their wives and tell them, oh, Whatever. She's such a bitch. You know, whatever. Whatever things that you could say about that. Sure. But but that is not showing respect. And those things really, one, even though that person may never hear that, you're still wearing down and, and eroding that relationship by saying it yourself. Mentally. Because, you are, because yeah. in your own head, you, you don't think enough of your partner not to say those things. I mean- it's one thing to think them, but to, but to, to say them even, that, right. that's just taking it another step further. You know, David, I, I'm sure you've seen a lot of couples. Mm-hmm. And I know you've seen a lot of couples. I, I have, yes. And yes, I, I've, I've had conversations with, you know, friends or what have you. And, you know, things get said, but I, I know that they don't mean it. Because that's how close, you know, of a friendship I have. Right. They, they don't mean what they're saying. Right. Um me, on the other hand, and I'm, I'm, I'll bring myself into this, yeah. you know, the situation that I went through the, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, I, I really, I didn't struggle. I was really, you know, cognizant to not yep. talk bad about that person mm-hmm. while, you know, speaking with friends and family yep. and what have yep. you. It's just you know, that, that you have to have a level of respect because you'll be a better and bigger person at the end of it. Yes, absolutely. And, and, and it's just the, and, and, and again, this is subjective, but when I say it, you'll know what I mean. It's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. The right thing to do is not talk poorly about your partner. That that's just the right thing to do. Sure. Um, 
So, so if you if you can have a relationship where that doesn't even cross your mind, if if if, you, if you're out with people away from your partner, that the only thing you say are positive things, mm-hmm. that should be that that's a great insight. That oh, that yeah, that's what I should be doing. Sure. This feels good. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't have to say, and and it doesn't mean that you're not going to have conflicts or things that you don't like, but you're not complaining about those things to other people. Sure. So so that's a big one. Here's the thing, and, and, and this statement is important. You can love somebody, but still be disrespectful. That's, that's a big statement. It is. And I'm, I'm sure that a lot of people practice that. I, and, and yes, and I, I see it a lot. So, so there, there are ways that you can be sure that you're going to be respectful to your partner. Number one is good communication. Okay. Now, again, that is a, that's an overlap to probably every category we're talking on this series. Um, but but the whole point is communicating. So so I'll, I'll just throw a generic example out there. Say somebody that this is kind of a good cliche scenario, but say that somebody, a husband buys for Christmas, buys his wife a vacuum cleaner. <laughs> so you already know where I'm going with this. I, I do. <laughs> and, and this is the best cliche ex- example I could think of. Uh-huh. So say that the... the, the let me say this. Say the husband has good intentions. In uh-huh. his mind, he's thinking, oh, she loves appliances and she loves things like this. She would love to have a new vacuum because she vacuums all the time. Uh-huh. Wouldn't that be a cool, good gift? Sure. And then the recipient receives it <laughs> and says, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I and, think they have some more expletives uh, other than well, that. Well, yeah, but... Yeah. But it's, 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 and here's the thing. It's important to consider perspective. What's the perspective of the other person? And this word communication comes in huge because if you were really talking about that, you would probably know that's probably not a great gift. <laughs> that's probably not something she's going to love or really accept as like a very cool gift. Right. Okay. Um, so, and, but, but, and here's the thing where this can snowball. She may receive the gift and not say anything. Mm-hmm. She'll say, thank you. Mm-hmm. This is great. Uh-huh. Not saying what she really feels, <laughs> which just exacerbates his oh, actions going forward. I'll get her an ironing board well, yeah, next. that's what I mean. I'll get her a new dishwasher. <laughs> I'll get her, a, you know, whatever. And, and, and I know this sounds ridiculous, but this is this in, in different areas. This is how things degrade. This is how things kind of snowball see that new Swiffer that's available out there. Oh, my God. I think it'd be great for her. Wow. Hey, I got your subscription to Apron of the Month. Jesus. <laughs> I'm sure that, what in blazes are you talking about? I, I'm sure that's, that exists somewhere oh, in the world. Oh, I, I'm sure. I'm sure it is. Apron of the Month. And wow. then she would turn into this. No. you got to take everything off the table. <laughs> no. You've had your limit today. You drink oh, water. Oh, my gosh. So communication is important. So if, if you're communicating and you really know your partner very well, mm-hmm. that situation hopefully will never occur because you would know better. Right. Even if the, in the intentions are good. Um, so now if replay that scenario, okay, I've new, we need a new vacuum. The other one's crappy. It doesn't work. You talk to your partner and say, hey, I'm thinking, how about we pick up a new vacuum, you know, after the holidays or maybe now when we just kind of decrease our Christmas gifts to each other. Okay. That's a whole different conversation where both parties can benefit. Both parties know it's needed, but it's not an assumption of 
Here, you do it. <laughs> right. Here's your gift. I'm gone. <laughs> so, so, and, and, and these are discussions to have all the time in a relationship. If, if, if th- these are misunderstandings that erode a relationship also, because when, when you start misunderstanding, you start to assume intentions. Mm-hmm. And sometimes that's not the case. Sometimes somebody may have the best of intention. Right. They just might be dumb. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's it it just might be like they don't realize it. Brain like a chicken. It's it's called reading the room, Dave. Well, yes, but, but some people don't read a room right, and and that can be that can be a problem. That's a big problem. Yes, absolutely. Um, number two, be honest and take responsibility. That the responsibility piece is probably the biggest piece of advice that you can ever receive and then practice. Here's the thing. There are going to be conflicts in any relationship you have. I don't care if it's a spouse, if it's a family member, if it's a roommate. If you live with somebody, there's going to be conflict. Mm-hmm. That, that's a fact of life. Here's the problem. When you have a heated argument, sometimes you're going to make a mistake. Mm-hmm. And by that, I mean call somebody a name, insult them in some way, say or do something you didn't mean to do. So here's the thing, and 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 this is, and and I'm going to expand this because again, it's for partners, but it's also for any other relationships. Okay, I deal with a lot of parents. This is a very common conversation I have, where parents will come to me and say, hey, I, "I feel really guilty. Last night, I just blew up and screamed at my kids. I was just at the end of my rope. I screamed at them. I swore at them. I told them to go to their rooms and not come out. They, you know." In, in, in other words, the parent lost it on the kids, right. not physically. There, right. there was no physical, physical it, there, but contact. Was, there was a verbal. Yes. Yes. A verbal there. assault. And I always say to these, these people, fathers or mothers, I say, well, what happened afterwards? What did you do afterwards? Because, well, after everybody was calm, I went and talked to him and told him I was sorry and that I was just frustrated. And I'm like, okay, there you go. Mm-hmm. That that's exactly what you should be doing. You took responsibility. You shared it with them. And I don't care what the ages are. I don't care if it's three and five. Right. Still have that conversation because you're acknowledging I made a mistake. I'm taking ownership and responsibility of it. Mm-hmm. And I'm letting you know. It's important because a lot of folks, they'll just kind of all deal with it tomorrow. They'll, well, they'll go and they'll break open a box of wine or a bottle of uh-huh, bourbon. Right, yeah. And they won't deal with it until the next day, and then it just kind of festers, and they don't deal with it. Well, no, and that's the whole thing. If you just ignore it and say, oh, yeah, I, I was probably an asshole, but yeah, it's gone. It's over, so I don't need to come back They to won't it. remember Don't bring year. it up again. But see, that's the whole thing. You have to take responsibility for mistakes. That's a sign of respect for your partner. Sure. I can't, I, I'm telling you, it sounds overstated, but if you, if you're able to say your partner, I was wrong, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, mm-hmm. just that, that, that is powerful that that can have an effect on your partner. Like, Oh, okay. Look at that, that, but there's still, there's still the underlying, you know, problem that sure. And, and the mistake that you made, you still have to solve that. Yeah. But yeah, you take ownership for it, but what steps do you take to bring it to fruition? Well, at that point, you say, hey, I'm sorry. I ta- I shouldn't have said that to you or I shouldn't have talked to you that way. How can we fix this in a, in a, in a good and peaceful manner so okay. that so that, you know, things are right? Okay. Again, it's, it's just being 
just taking responsibility of behaviors and looking for a, a more positive way to resolve whatever issue you're facing. Got it. That is exactly how to do it. So, folks, we are going to continue on with our series of relationships. Relationships. <laughs> Specifically, <laughs> no, we're on respect. We're on respect. We're on respect and relationships. Sorry for we have so many like like subcategories of this. <laughs> but we are. We're, we're gonna have we're gonna have one more category and then we are gonna move on as far as our series goes. But we're going to talk about respect and relationships part two next episode. Um, if you're listening on whatever platform you're on, look for the next episode on the next Tuesday or Thursday. It will drop there. Um, before we leave, Detroit Dog Rescue, Chloe needs a home. Chloe. She's a female. She was born in 2021, so about two years old. Okay. Here's Chloe. Aw. Look at that. Chloe's another, we have a golden doodle double header tonight. This is another golden doodle. <laughs> and, and I know Chloe looks kind of unkempt and everything, a, but. A little bit, yeah, I, but I, still. I, like, she looks so she, cute, though. She looks like a lover. She really does. She does. Look at that. Cat friendly? Unknown? Cat cat friendly is unknown. Kid friendly, 10 and over. All right. She's about 50 pounds. All right. She, again, about two years old, give or take a few months. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Chloe needs a home. Look at that. She's out in the playground at Detroit Dog Rescue. She's cutie. Yeah. Somebody come and pick her up. She wants a home. She wants somebody <laughs> to love her. Absolutely. Thanks. All for right, that. folks. We will be back next time. In the meantime, change your thinking, change your life, laugh hard, run fast, and be kind. We'll see you next time.